Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift for that Kevin Smith fan in your life? Well, look no further than that Kevin Smith Club. If you go to thatkevinsmithclub.com, man, you'll get tons of content. Three days a week, you can watch me do Wake and Bake, man, where I just blab at the camera inside the Smithsonian screening room where you'll find all sorts of video of stuff I've done over the years and movies I've made and stuff. If you like stuff stuffed into your ears, and I know I've said stuff quite a bit, there's podcast galore, man. We got, of course, the full smarchive of uh, old podcasts of ours, man. Classic, shall we say. All the old episodes of Smodcast, all the old episodes of Jane Silent Bob Get Old, all the old episodes of Plus One. But guess what? Now there's also new episodes of Plus One because you get five new podcasts a week. One's called The Week and Kev. One's called Education. One's called Plus One. One's called Gimme Headlines. Uh, and one is called uh, uh, Wake and Bake, which is an audio version of the video show that I do. So, hey, man, if you're looking for that perfect holiday gift, Christmas gift, Hanukkah gift, Kwanzaa gift, you're looking for something to give to somebody who's like, yeah, I still like that guy. What's his name? Kevin James. Look no further than that Kevin Smith Club. Go to thatkevinsmithclub.com right now and put a little that Kevin Smith in your life or the life of somebody who's remotely kind of interested in my bullshit. Hit me! Episode 326, Nagathon 2020. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. Nope, that's a that's a that's not Trent. That's a that's a distribution list. That's that's Trent. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Nagathon 2020, everybody. Just uh, it's just as 2020 as the rest of 2020. Grab your moose mug full of nog or uh, whatever. He it, Trent avoids the cream based uh, items. Yeah. Cannot do dairy and alcohol. It is a, it's an affront to God Herself. It was a, now for those that don't know the lore. First of all, welcome. Uh, so nice to have you here. Um, so nice to uh, to see you all. Like uh, Zach uh, Byerly uh, chiming in, saying Will's boss must be rubbing off on him. Not sure what that means, but ew. What, uh- uh, uh, Mr. Smith, right? I, I, that that boss, not not IRL boss. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. A- and Ash yeah. Williams chiming in. Uh, it's still a thing. Not really. Uh, yeah. And Christopher <laughs> Christopher Colon chiming in on Twitter, saying hello. So welcome everyone. If you want to follow along, you can. One of many ways. One of the main one of them is is the Twitter, the tweets, the twat twats. Uh, Trent, tell them how they can do that. 
Well, our our longtime good friend Miranda Janelle uh, chiming in with the hashtag Netheads on Twitter with a classic gif of Letter Kenny's that's fucking embarrassing uh, to our thrice attempts at opening the show. For those of you listening on the podcast, don't know what I'm talking about. I wonder if Chris's name isn't Cologne instead of Colon. I, I, I don't know, dude. It's Twitter. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I write it off, folks. Fair enough. Uh, obviously, uh, those of you uh, that are listening to this right now or watching this, first of all, hey, big shout out to the uh, to the to those that uh, that hang on and hang in. Re- mad respect. You are the true believers, and we appreciate you. Um, so, thank you. Uh, obviously, uh, real life and the crappiness of 2020 has uh, somewhat impacted. Uh, the production schedule, if you will, which, 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 you know, means to say that, you know, when it came down to it, uh, Trent's busy, I'm somewhat busy. And then, you know, we say, Hey, you know what? Um, maybe I'll record something. And then I'm like, "Eh, I'd rather watch the Mandalorian, which is what I do instead. So, (laughs) uh, yes, it's cologne like cologne, but I'm used to it. Oh, okay. So yeah, I, I was like, I was like, that is a Spanish last name. And there's an accent missing in the uh, the avatar thing. I just I thought I was like, no, but that's cologne. Yeah. So my apologies. Uh, but I am uh, a horrible, terrible human being. Uh, and and it, it is what it is. But, you know, you're a traditionalist, though, with some classic eggnog for the Nogathon. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I don't know if I would go as far as classic because uh I, I don't want to give anything away about the brand maker, but uh, it, it it it's you know it's like a smirkling eggnog. Um, but, I don't speak but, for the brand of the company. Hold on, that yeah. comes with alcohol. Yes, fourteen point seven five percent by volume. Yeah, man. See, see, yeah, that's 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 illegal in Utah. We 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 don't get that. Uh, you know, uh, anything hey, that's sold. Yeah, that's oh, dude, don't even get me started on Utah politics right now. Dude. And that cunt suck. And I mean that in the worst way possible. No, that asshole suck. That that shitty ass. No, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. We're not getting political. Mike Lee's the worst human on earth. Moving on. Bro, though, come on. In the in the interim, by the way, welcome to day 282 of quarantining. <laughs> I'm amazed I haven't been drinking before now. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't want to get into the politics, dude. Yeah, me I neither. feel like every two weeks in 2020, oh. there's been a reason for me to message you about what's going on in Utah. Dude. Most, what a of, sh- most of all, though, bro, the monolith, mm. the monolith, bro. Yeah, right? So cool. That was one of the, the coolest and most magical things of 2020 for three or four yeah. days. Yeah, the, the 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 one good thing that came out of Utah and 2020, uh, the monolith, such a cool stunt pulled. Like, I was I was more like hoping that it, when I saw the, the headline before I actually saw the, the picture, that it was a 2001 Space Odyssey replica monolith right right and then no we find out it's it's the more geometric perfect shape of a of a triangle yes yeah which which is actually better than than my ripoff of kubrick 
I completely agree. And one, first of all, I'm glad it wasn't a marketing stunt. You know, it's not like suddenly we got arrow monolith water or whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad it wasn't that, but I am bummed to find out that like, I don't e- we don't even know if the people that put it up are the ones that took it down. Cause it was like reported basically four guys just showed up and, you know, make it disappear was, was the, the edict that was given. And, you know, in the yeah. late night hours of a Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, uh, some, some artists in Southern Utah, you know, claim to have been the ones that orchestrated it all, but regardless, like very cool and the the best part is we don't know how long it was there before the it was it was spotted from the sky that is the kind of thing there's another uh there and, and this is in no way shape or form a direct comparison um and by the way if you're if you're somehow catching this on one platform just briefly you can uh li- watch this after the fact at least on youtube and facebook hopefully i don't know what's working um so, but uh, but the Nagathon is there and available. It's an annual event, free for everybody. Uh, certain uh, members of our uh, Netheads on Air Patreon, uh, keep a look on your uh, keep a look out for your uh, for something in your mailboxes. Keep a keep a keep a little Jimmy eye out there um, for that. Uh, but anyway, I I was in, in many ways. Uh, very envious because of that aspect Trent that we don't know how long the monolith was there right much in the same way that Jimmy Kimmel did a stunt video of a girl doing a headstand and then somebody opens the door and knocks her over and a big fire gets started right um they filmed that and they posted it on YouTube and then just waited just Frickin' waited to see when the internet, if the internet, would pick it up. And and I'm sure this was much in the same way, although I would think, like, since a, a survey crew caught this, I, I would think there's some regular amount of time that they must fly over certain areas so a pattern could be identified. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's, if it's like most government surveys, uh, probably, what? at least four years, right? If they did it right at the end of the last survey. Oh, good point. Um, but, you know, judging by the materials and what it was made from, I think it's yeah. safe to say it hasn't been there too long. But still, I would, my whole point was I would love to be able to do something like that as well, where I'm um, just, you you do something on the inner, or on somewhere, and then you're just waiting for it to be discovered. Actually, you know, we kind of had that, if you want to think about it. Uh, back in the day, I think uh, Kieran, uh, was his name our good friend either in in Australia or New Zealand? Sorry, I'm getting one of them yeah. wrong. Uh, um, from oh shit, Northern Australia. I forget the the city. It's it's surfing country area. Take yeah. your word anyway. for it. Um, but he he had done a hashtag netheads in um in his area, and it was tagged netheads on Instagram. And so we were just waiting to see if something like that would eventually pop up. And I think it was a couple weeks later that it did. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, and give him a follow too. awesome, awesome artist, uh, reboot stencils on social meds. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We're, we're plugging away, man. We're plugging away. We're knocking out the Nogathon. Speaking of which, uh, we got a very special treat for everyone, uh, this holiday season. Uh, first of all, thank you very much. Secondly, um, because 2020 has sucked so bad, uh, for a lot of people, for a lot of reasons, uh, yet we persevere 
Trent and I thought we would do something really special uh, where we were going to uh, recreate the uh, the David Bowie um, classic <laughs> with, uh, who was the one? Uh, David Bowie and... Crosby. And who? Yeah, Bing Crosby. Uh, it's the most bizarre thing that has ever been captured on film. Yes. Uh, Trent and I are going to do our own rendition uh, and, and recreate that now. Uh <gasps> You had the Bing Crosby part. That's why I didn't know it. I have the Bowie right, part. Right, uh, let right. me let me just cue up the music. Okay, and here we go in three, two. What we're not doing that. Are you no. high? No, no, no. Oh, we're... but do yourself if you've never seen it before. It's worth watching once, just to be like. What about what about what about the bizarreness of uh, of of John C. or John C. Riley? Yeah. And and Will Ferrell duplicating that, like, and and not duplicating it with like a nudge and a wink, but like, f- like frame for frame, it is the exact same emotion and shot. Like, it's just as weird. They were they were going for it, and and I, uh, I Michelle Cuso says, "Rum pum pum pum." Uh, I can get behind that. Uh, uh, also part of of one of my favorite lines from four christmases when dwight yoakam as the preacher is up there and he's all brump uh pump pump brad get on up here i don't know oh, why no. i love it every- do you have a favorite christmas movie trent i don't know if i know this oh, good question right well if i had one what would it be i mean the the nerd thing would be oh, no die hurts my favorite christmas movie <laughs> i mean no, it's not mine. It's not even my favorite Die Hard. Actually, the first one isn't. Um, I prefer the second. I got to say, um, if I had a preference, mine is with a vengeance. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I think I've seen the third the most, though, for some reason. I don't know why. Um, Which one is the third? Is that the one I'm talking about? Die Hard with a Vengeance? Samuel Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Die Hard with a Vengeance. I, yeah. I think is it, which actually was written, I think, originally as a lethal weapon installment, if I'm not Shut mistaken. Yeah. I am interested. Did not know that. I am very serious. But also, uh, oddly enough, one of my I think that is my favorite. Like if I had to rewatch, I first of all, I would wa- rewatch the original. That one I would have to do. I would be obligated, if nothing else, but for uh, out of respect of Alan Rickman. Right. For exactly. the. Exactly. And and I I want having now uh, like gained such an appreciation of Alan Rickman, I need to revisit that film for the same reason. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just an amazing performance, and he's just so he knows exactly what he is a white collar criminal who just happens to be heading up a uh, uh, basically a, a a crime, and his just his delivery and commitment in in the part is just it's something that i just i drink in every time right up to going up in the elevator with the uh with the executive and he's he says nice suit uh you know era word is arafat has three of them or something like that and he just throws it out there yeah. you know those are the he's letting them know though like these are the channels are the these are the lanes i drive in buddy okay right and juxtapose that with like say how jeremy irons plays his brother right he feels like a full-on like terrorist. Yeah, you know, just the difference in, in the roles they play. Like they're they're distinctly different in the choices they made as actors. Yeah, but both were still 
Well, actually, the Jeremy Irons one, that one was kind of like he was almost committed to a part while committed to a part kind of thing. He had a he was showing he was just as clever as his brother. But uh, but he was having fun screwing with a cop while doing it kind of thing. Uh, But still, for some reason, the third one, maybe it's because it's the first one that that went. Well, actually, that's not true. Two started dipping into absurdity at the point where he's blowing up. (laughs) <laughs> a, a plane and using the ejection handle, you know, on right. the ground in order to escape. That was, that was almost uh, Indiana Jones refrigerator worthy in my opinion. But, oh, um, God. uh, let's, you know, Ash Williams is chiming in saying, uh, gremlins, uh, their favorite Christmas movie. Ooh, I can that, good one. I am a, like Joe Dante is like top three, uh, modern, like contemporary, uh, directors for me. And writers too. I think he's fantastic. So that that that's a good one. I'm not gonna lie. That might Gremlins might. I mean, there are very few uh, things that I have like movies that I have sought out directors cuts or Blu-ray editions of, and that's one of them. So it might be Gremlins for me. Actually, I can I can respect that Gremlins. I fell in love with that movie actually in in the movie theater, kids. When you look at this now with fresh eyes and probably say, Oh, this is campy or, Oh, this is ridiculous. That was the jam when I was a kid, ladies and gentlemen, uh, and, like the, the brilliant of like, of like juxtaposing the literally like the cutest plush toy you could design against something so gross. Yeah. And, and to see one come from the other, it's like everything about that movie is really well done. Yeah, it really is. It, right down to the radio guy at one of the most chaotic parts of the film. Here, here in the radio DJ, who's that? Are those some Rock and Ricky fans? You're not Rock and Ricky fans, and you start to hear glass shatter and boom. It just oh it's man, so good. It's a good move. Now, now, granted, uh, uh, there's a brilliant sketch that Key and Peele did about Gremlins Two. And I'm not going to speak ill of Joe Dante because I respect him so much. I will say that uh, watch the sketch by Kean Peel about how Gremlins Two was probably made. Their their speculation on it as it was pitched. Uh, I'm guessing they're probably not too far off. That's another one that they they broke the fourth wall with that one at one point, right? To where the the very movie theater you were sitting in and watching was getting messed yeah. with by the Gremlins. Yes. Yeah. That one, that one took some weird, weird. I love it, folks. If you're, if you're a student of the Nagathon, Trent has got the, uh, he has got the thermal container filled with ice. So I think we should all take a moment of silence for, uh, Trent's liver and his head tomorrow. I should have warned you to get some, I think it's, uh, L cysteine is the drug i can't remember the name of it if uh, but i think it is that uh actually you know what i've typed it so many times trench i bet you if i go is it an alcohol inhibitor not an inhibitor but if you take this before bed l hyphen uh it's not come damn it i thought it would come up in my uh in my autofill but it didn't but i think it might yeah. be l cysteine c-y-s-t-i-n-e if i'm wrong folks just google this uh, apparently it's great for uh avoiding the side effects of drinking 
And I think you have to tw- take like 1,200 milligrams or 2,000 milligrams before you go to bed. Uh, okay. And yeah, L-cysteine. And that would uh, apparently is a great uh, hangover uh, preventative. Oh. And uh, this, of course, is great information giving you now that you can't apply it. It's not like you're going to run out and, and get it. You Maybe you could pray to the monolith that doesn't exist anymore for one. Hey, it exists somewhere in some form. Matter cannot be destroyed. It's in my heart, Trent. Right. Yes. It's in my heart. (laughs) What was it? I mean, that must have, I mean, for us, it was a fun novelty. And naturally, it popped up in my uh, Google News for you because they're like, well, if it's Marvel, DC, or weird shit, he wants to know. Right. Which, by the way, I got to say, I really wonder what the people at YouTube must think of me because. With the YouTube channel on the Fire TV, right? Right. Uh, I haven't made another account for my six-year-old. So, right now, <laughs> YouTube is pretty sure that Will Wilkins uh, <laughs> is a guy who really likes uh, Odin makes, uh, watching people make things, pool maintenance videos, uh, and then one of several different gamers in Roblox. Um and, and nighttime uh, sounds to fall asleep to. That's what that's what YouTube thinks of me. Yeah, of course. You, you, I mean, which n- none of which would profile you to be put on any sort of list or anything. I'm sure you're fine. And it's normal. Hey, by the way, Trent, I want to tell you, I think uh, during the hiatus, I think I sent you a link to something where I was like, you were on to an amazing idea because now apparently somebody sells a uh, a, a, a posable arm with a clip to hook your Nintendo switch light up to. Are you serious? I am. It popped up in one of those goddamn Facebook ads. I I knew it, man. Yeah. I, I, dude, I, I use that every single day. I use that. Mm -hmm. And they even show somebody using this, like a, not a separate controller, but they're just, I can't remember what they're using it for, but exactly what you do. It's the same thing. I'm like a a posable arm. Oh my gosh. Trent's going to just be so mad about this. Or well, I, I, I'm just happy that, that other people are doing it because I don't have the, the, the capital to shop that out to anyone. I'm sorry. I'm still distracted by the fact that I expect you to, like, call out the plays right now that are happening for the. Uh... <laughs> oh, my God. And a diving neck breaker. What an amazing uh, accomplishment by Echo. He has really upped his game since joining Andy. Fun. Wow, that was that was something right there. I literally uh, went from uh, Lauren Gardner uh, voice mode to uh, setting up the camera for for NetHead. So it's fresh in my mind. I was I was literally just calling professional wrestling. <laughs> That's kind of, you know, one of these times, I think, uh, you know, with all that spare time you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should really sit down and get you to do. That treatment yes. for an episode, or maybe for the Nagathon afterwards. It's like yes. they're like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, the way he's emphatically agreeing right there with that call that lets you know his mind has officially recognized he is drunk, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let's let's go to a let's go to a replay right now and see exactly when he loses cognitive resonance here. <laughs> and it's just gonna be you go like this. <laughs> let's for, for for the Patreon folks. Uh, let's, uh, send, send me the, uh, the footage and I'll, and I'll do a remix 
with Lauren Gardner doing commentary uh, for as a Patreon only thing. I'll totally do that. Absolutely. Dude, I want to cry right now because one, no. you're like, I want to make this piece of content. And two, you're like, I want to do this for our Patreon supporters. Without them, we wouldn't be doing video. Well, we might be doing it on your side, but definitely not on my side. <laughs> not anymore, baby. Yeah. I, uh, tell me about it, man. I'm looking at a big, uh, fat multi channel stream deck thingy. Thanks to that. Uh, so now I got a little one that I can do all the sounds with if I want. I've still got the, uh, the old, uh, sound plant finally came out with an update. If you're wondering, like, uh, for the, a lot of the people that are, uh, perhaps, mixing kind of like a live show or if you wanted that live show feel and you wanted to be able to play sounds and you had another computer you can use this program sound plant in order to map keys on the keyboard to play a sound so that way they could fire off at a moment's notice and if you're looking for like a not having to buy a full separate widget to do that for you i mean your computer can do it it just needs to be told how yeah exactly uh, sound plan has been great. And I've had a Mac that has been on like, uh, an OS version too old because it wouldn't run. They finally released a beta. So I updated it and it works great. So I still got that going as a crutch if I want to go over there, but now I've got it set up with the other tinier stream deck. Uh, God, listen to these white streamer problems. Am I right? And, eh. Yeah, damn it. Uh, but anyway, I got the smaller one set up just to play sounds now, which is great. That's how eventually we did the open. And uh, it, it's it's so great when technology works. And Trent, you want to hear a story about how technology doesn't work? Oh, gosh, I, I have many, but please enlighten. I have had, let's just say, an interesting experience. Uh, I have two children, as you know, a 17-year-old and a six-year-old because... Why not? And um, in that situation now, we've had two children during the pandemic, of all things, that have been uh, distance learning at home. So the Internet has been a very crucial thing. Now, I used to use this little guy here, but it was about four years old. It was an Amplify HD. It was a great idea. It was a semi-decent mesh system. Worked pretty well, right? But we were having issues upstairs. I did my research. I looked at some things and I decided the new direction to go was to go for the Google nest mesh. That was my idea, Trent, right? Cause you get yeah. that it's supposed to cover just fine. Uh, you know, we had in the kit, it was more than enough to cover the square footage we have. And then we would also have Google smart speakers because that's what the nodes also are. Cause the nodes are the extensions of your wireless. Um, right. And I'm like, there's no reason not to. So Trent, you know how before the show, I was doing a lot of talking to the stuff here in my room, getting the lights set up. Cause I got a lot of yeah, you, you you put the lights at 100%. You changed the, the color a little bit. Like, you, you were talking to the computer. Yes, I was. Because uh, although that is in this room, that's the uh, that's actually the Alexa. Uh, I just changed it so it would be nerdier, like I was talking to the main computer on Star Trek. Um, as, as if you were Jean-Luc himself. Yes, as, as though I were uh, John Luck Pickard himself, my friend. <laughs> um. So anyway, I, uh, 
I found something interesting. Now, without getting too technical into it, uh, Nest, Google, the name sounds good, but folks, if you have smart devices, run. Don't walk, run away from Google Nest because in their Nest, what they will do is they will set up uh, basically, they put all your devices and you on another subnetwork. They're doing another le- level of network translation oh. and addresses, and yeah. half the time, shit doesn't work. Uh, I had four lights in the kitchen. Go ahead. We have this problem at the university with Google devices. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because of the 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 firewall that we have set up on our on our local network, uh, you can't like. It gets very tricky because we don't allow any sort of subnetwork, be it a, a second router or anything like that on the university. And so when you run like a, a even just a Chromecast, that's what it's trying to do is create a subnet for itself and the firewall blocks it. There you go. See, these guys haven't th- thought some of the basic stuff out, which is surprising considering right. the Nest name they're using is based on the thermostats like I've got and all the different pieces of technology they've bought. You really thought they... Uh, Zach saying first Costco, now Google. Will's just losing sponsors left and right. Amen, brother. Um, but you know what? Sometimes you got to throw yourself on a grenade to help other people. So if you're like me and you're addicted to talking to all the devices in your house and making them go, uh, I wouldn't go that way because it creates a layer of complication for your smart devices. That's the easiest way to put it. I ended up going with something else. Uh, what I would consider an off-brand, a SUS. They have a Zen Wi-Fi system that is genius. It does the 5 gigahertz. It does the 2.4 gigahertz, you know, what, whatever. It does those two options. And then it has its own internal third 5 gigahertz network that sets up a backhaul between endpoints. Device. Yep. So it's got its own. De- All that is really technical. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. To get the two pack, it's a it's it's a pretty penny. It's more than I would have liked to have paid, but I'm at least going to offset it by reselling all this Google trash. Um, but uh, but it it so far it is great. It is you get excellent performance throughout the house and outside now. So much better. Don't you know? Do your research. Don't just go with names and think about the things that you're going to be applying within your new home network. Uh, to really research the best system. If I had done my homework before, I wouldn't, I would not have had these issues is what I'm getting at. It was surprising and shocking that, you know, people that, that supposedly, you know, are in the smart device business, uh, do some pretty stupid things, I guess, huh? Well, and I mean, Nest is a big enough company at this point now, right? Who's, who's to say that they didn't just buy or contract someone else to develop it all. Um, and dude, I see this with so much software now that because, um, storage and data is so cheap at this point, things are built kind of shittily, uh, just being like, oh, well we can, you know, we, we can hide that or we can deal with this out of storage management, Rather than making the most streamlined, most effective product, uh, they're doing something that they can get done as as like the 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 builder the quickest to release it. Rather than taking what probably should have been more time to develop it correctly um, for a better device, it, it, it's good enough. It's good enough for production, and we'll be able to we'll be able to patch it right after. 
Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh God. Like, like, uh, I mean, no, no place is it more relevant than for those in, in, you know, diehard gamers out there who are, you know, when a game is released, it's, they're basically now it, it's standard practice to just release a beta and then not have a game actually function until a year later. Funny you mentioned that. Cyberpunk 20 set, 2077? 20, whatever the yeah. hell Has it is. Apparently, a uh, lot of glitches and issues on, on the PS4 versions and some other versions. Yeah, they've gotten a lot of backlash. In some cases, I think they've issued refunds. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, shit. it's pretty nasty. It hasn't gone. It has not gone well for them. Needless to say, that's interesting. You know, I don't know. I at least didn't know anything about the the franchise until a a coworker of mine was was telling me that his son had approached him and been like, hey, dad, this is something, you know, this is what I want for Christmas. And so, he, you know, being the good, responsible parent did did the research and was like, oh, this is this is like Grand Theft Auto in in cyberpunk world. No, you 12 year old boy, you do not get this game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, I like I heard it described as um, as uh, as as Grand Theft Auto on steroids, I think was the, uh, okay. the way it was described to me. So uh, Miranda Janelle bringing up it's a good security measure to have your Internet of Thing devices segregated in a separate network, which I completely agree um, I haven't done that, but what they're saying is like, like, uh, I have the ability to set up a guest network, right? So instead my de- guest yep. network could be all of that crap and all the totally. computers are on separate devices. It's, it's, it's a, it's a really good thing, uh, to do. It's running. Okay. On my Xbox one, Evie Garland pointing out. So, uh, oh. so there we go. It's cool there. Um, uh, at least from what I've seen, the, the cinematics or, what is supposed gameplay that I've seen advertised? It looks pretty damn impressive as far as you know, a uh, uh, graphic side. I don't know who if it was on built on in the Unreal uh, engine or not, but what, regardless, what, what is it now, dude? The Mandalorian is powered by the Unreal engine. The stuff they dude. do, oh. I can't remember the name of that stage, the core or whatever it is, yeah. uh, but it it does a gigantic thing where it it takes a look at it knows what the fr- what the camera is seeing on the dir- on the background that it's doing so it's doing a low res version of everything else and exactly where the camera is it keeps moving and doing that parallax stuff to to keep the just the things they need in focus it, it, you know mind breaking technology powered by a game engine powered by a right? game engine dude I, like we are so, we are we are finally on that cusp of of past the uncanny valley right like um you haven't well, seen all I mean, of, you haven't seen all of the mandalorian season two yet so this is true, this is true. <laughs> i i accept that yes everybody yes, that I mean, knows knows exactly what i'm talking about and uh, thank there's something that's I'm, kind of not the best as I'm far just, as cg goes. i'm just i'm oh. just get okay. through it and and please promise me that the moment you're done watching the Mandalorian, we can then be probably two weeks late to the boat to talk about it at the, <laughs> you know, compared to the rest of the world right now. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're not going to get reaction videos from us <laughs> this past Saturday, you know, the day after fat man beyond did their basic, you know, summary, uh, video talked about it for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, you know, come back in February 2021 to hear our hot take on it. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, uh, Google Nest bad, Unreal Engine good. That's good. where we kind of land on those things. I am um, bad. Speaking of which, other cool things going on in video games uh, as well, Trent, Fortnite had a big event going between uh, seasons because, as you know, they do seasons and going from season four to season five. Season four had a lot of Marvel licensing. Uh, yeah, it was interesting the choices because you did have Captain America, you did have Iron Man, but then they went with with uh, She Hulk instead of Hulk, probably because Paramount, uh, Doctor Doom, Storm, and and one other who I can't remember. But anyway, it was a very uh, very uh, Marvel centric season, which ended up ending with Galactus, the Devourer of Worlds, showing up. And trying to feed off the zero point, which is apparently some quantum energy thing that is underneath the Fortnite island. So that's why the game and the hunt keeps repeating over and over. I don't know. Um, oh, okay. But but Galactus was feeding on that. So then the entire audience took part in basically bringing Galactus down. So oh, dude. it was and like. It was 10 minutes of cool that was, was much better than uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer or whatever it was. So, so I, I actually, because, you know, I am like such a, a Silver Surfer slash Jack Kirby slash Fantastic Four fanboy. If you, uh, if I, I like, I, I need to just do a, a, a condensed cut of Rise of the Silver Surfer, because if you take out everything except the stuff with the Silver Surfer, it's a great movie. <laughs> Granted, it's five minutes long, right? <laughs> But it's really good. Okay. Um, I'll take your word for it, brother. Uh, I'm on board. That's the thing. Like, one thing I respect so much about Marvel in their their management of IP is that they do so little with Galactus. And so that whenever Galactus is used, it's a big freaking deal. Um, because he is like, like when, when, uh, the, the only instruction that Jack Kirby gave, or excuse me, that Stan Lee gave to Jack Kirby for, um, um, issue, uh, 49, which is when we see the backstory of Galactus of the Fantastic Four <laughs> was <laughs> actually, mm-hmm. uh, appears in episode or in issue 48, but the backstory isn't given until 49, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. The only uh, direction that Stan gave Jack was the Fantastic Four fight God. Damn. And then Jack just, right? And so, like, I, I appreciate that they keep that um, reverence for the, the character, for the devourer of worlds, that, like, yeah, uh, we're going to pull him out and they're, it's going to be a thing for five minutes and then that's it because he's a god. Also, a pretty hard concept, I think, to get the get the mind across. He is this gigantic being. Yes. So think of a humanoid, but really, really, really big. Um, and he devours planets. Oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? Does he take a bite out of him like an apple? No, it's a little more complex than that. But see, already, right. I, I the typical person is like, I'm moving on. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go right. watch the Mandalorian. And- 
And that's and what then they get. Further things, yeah, to further compl- complicate things, he's a an elemental force, uh, like good and evil, meaning that he must exist for uh, creative elements in the universe to also exist because he exists. He's the only thing to have transferred from the last Big Bang to the current Big Bang. So he's the, he's the only piece of continuity uh, that keeps the universes tied together. So he's a necessary evil is what you're saying. Exactly. Yep. Damn. That's, that's, that's deep for a, a guy with, with two receptors on it. What the hell is that thing? But apparently, yes. uh, depending on what a civilization you're from, you uh, view Galactus differently. We see him as the we being like if we were Earth 616 continuity. Uh, <laughs> Actually, uh, we see him as the as guardian. <laughs> yeah, I'm her- sorry, I, I just love that. All I have to do is go, <laughs> and you go. Actually, <laughs> and and I do like my my um uh, my hybrid of uh Conan O'Brien's nerd voice and comic book guy's yeah. voice. I like it. I like it. Anyway, uh, you were saying. I apologies. Yeah. No, apologies. We, we, uh, the the visage that we know of that is Galactus is the Asgardian uh, uh, view of him as we are in that section of the nine realms. Ah, so he's perceived differently. So, yeah, I think so Babylon. Five, I think Babylon Five had a character like that too, where uh, every civilization basically would see a different visage of it. And like, if a, a human were to look upon that race, we see them like an angel kind of creature. So, okay. okay. All right, so so I've at least got some real-world examples I've seen in fictional material. I'm lost. Yeah. But, you know, the Nog flows on, Trent. That's the important thing to remember. Uh, Yeah, Galactus is a really hard concept, though, to really sell to people, which is probably why in Rise of the Silver Surfer, they represented him as a gigantic cloud, because, you know, what the hell else? Because then you could at least envision a cloud going around something and slowly consuming it or, you know. And and it's honestly it's it's a lot more believable and easier to pull off 13 years ago um, CG wise than having like a giant man in a purple skirt uh, (laughs) drop down onto your planet and say he's going to consume it. Yes, I I I think that's a special treatment that will cost you an extra forty dollars in Amsterdam. And the gender is very fluid at that point. Um, right? That's what I'm saying. Speaking of Marvel, yeah. Will, yeah. Uh, there's there's some stuff, albeit, you know, the, the state of the world that we live in, there are actually releases for each film. Yeah. The one I'm most excited for is the character for whom probably the general populace is the least familiar, Shang-Chi. Yeah, actually, that one was announced when we... God, seems like an eternity ago that... uh, I remember back when I was, like, debating whether I was going to do San Diego Comic-Con 2020 because 2019 was so great. I was in the room. I was in Hall H when they made that as part of their announcement uh, for the, for the upcoming film slates, I think. Uh, and that one was announced and I'm like, wait, what is that? Cause it, it was him against the 10 rings, I think was what it was billed yeah, as. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- uh, 
No, I'm I just like everything, everything that I have that I have done. And I've kind of done a deep dive on trying to like look at the cast and the directors and everything else because uh I'm like I'm a big fan of Hong Kong martial arts films, which are which are different than like Chinese, like mainland martial arts films. Um Regardless, and this is done very much, at least the American release, I'm assuming, will be very much in the sense of like traditional Hong Kong, uh, you know, the, the best uh, idealization for an American audience, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon st- uh, style uh, lore and uh, cinematography of a Marvel film, which is something that we've really not yet to see. I mean, even the huge flop that was Iron Fist. I was going to say, think of everything that was wrong with Iron Fist and then flip it. Yes, exactly. Like, like think of Iron Fist and the, the best scene of that entire series, the drunken master fight scene, which is television just chef kisses. Moi, moi, moi. Uh, for an entire movie, and so like I've in don't, in, don't, in the, don't ever do that again. The, the chef kiss moi. Yes, don't. <laughs> no. Okay. You may continue. Uh, the uh, the lead on this, who's playing Shang Chi, is uh, Simu Liu. I don't know how to pronounce it because yeah, I can't read. Go ahead, keep digging Check. that hole, buddy. But it's he's he's the cat from Kim's Convenience. From what? The, the CBS sitcom Kim's Convenience. Never saw. Uh or maybe you saw uh what else has he done? Um Keep Stretching. That's kind of, that's kind of his big thing. Don't you Kim's hate it when you can picture somebody in your head and it's like, you know, they were they were in uh the, the third season of it's like, dude, you've lost me at that point, right alone right yeah, that alone. Was- Seriously, that's that's kind of up to, up until this point. That's what he's most known for, which is interesting because uh, his he's primarily like a, a a stunt actor. Like like if you get on IMDb and you look at his film role, which is fucking bonkers good. Like the fight scenes that that they put on the on the on the role is or the reel is insanely good. Um, it's it's none of it is acting. It's it's all the 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 fight scenes he's choreographed. Anyway, it's got like of everything else, I could kind of just pass on for twenty twenty one as the MCU goes. But this one, I am really really excited. And fingers crossed. I have no idea. I haven't I haven't looked into other casting outside of like the the creative side of things. Um, fingers crossed. We're gonna get a cameo from Sir Ben Kingsley as the the mandarin again well that was one of the things that was mentioned by kevin feige feige foggy um on the stage is that uh there is a real mandalorian and he is none too pleased with ben kingsley's uh display but i hope that does mean because i know we did get an extra bit in one of the shorts on one of the home video releases where basically you got to see him in, in action in prison Right. Oh, with Sam Rockwell, yeah. who is, in, in my opinion, the the unsung hero of the Iron Man franchise, who should have a long history in the MCU as as the leader of, of Hammer Industries. Um, yeah. God, it would be nice. Him- 
Well, one of the things that they announced in the investor call that happened was was basically the the Iron Suit Wars uh, storyline or something along those lines. So I'm wondering, I think Kevin even speculated if they were going to bring back Hammer for that. I would love to see Justin Hammer return. That would be... Uh, that would be nice because Rockwell's I got every time that guy's on scene on, on camera, he just seems to eat up the scenery like it's an all you can eat buffet and Will hasn't eaten for the last twelve. I'm sorry, I'm projecting now. Dude, no, it's you're you're spot on. And and it, the the hell of it is with Sam Rockwell, dude, it's every movie he's in. Yeah. That's a guy that like, does not mess around. I don't I don't care if it's if it's uh moon if it's uh, seven psychopaths or if it's Mr. Right, like he can be given any role and he just comes out making you be like, this was a great movie. It may not have been, but he makes you feel like it was a great movie. Dude, his performance in Galaxy Quest. Oh. Right. Yes. Because he's like, I, I mean, first of all, he got to he, he just got to have fun because he got to play. Like the Z grade level celebrity that did, that was an extra on one episode of, and he's been working that con schedule to the best of his abilities. You know, he's got a you, you predict he's got a money belt. He can break down uh, exact change, no matter what denomination you drop for the photo and signature that you're going to be getting from him. You got all of that from the character, and he was so versed in the lore that when his character is then thrust into this uh very uh uh what is that term that i always wonder if this post a very postmodern uh vision of both uh being in this real situation and and juxtaposing it on what would happen in the show and and his complete utter breakdown realizing i'm the no name extra that's doomed yeah. to die here I'm the red shirt in this case. Yeah, literally. exactly. Uh, he, God almighty that, it, by the way, galaxy quest, my, my favorite unofficial episode of star Trek ever, ever dude. And, and, and such a, a commentary and love letter at the same time. Uh, I'm sure I've told you this before, but, uh, in, uh, I minored in Portuguese in my undergrad, we spent an entire semester in one of my courses, just studying that film. And and how American culture dominates and uh, influences other cultures, uh, you know, in this case, Brazilian culture um, and how that film mimics that so perfectly. Uh, I'm telling you that in 100 years from now, we're going to look back and it will be seen as as a. As I, I, I'm, I'm trying, I don't even know, uh, uh, because it's, it cinematically, we look at Citizen Kane for all of its work as far as the, the techniques of cinematography, not necessarily the story. Um, I don't, in a hundred years, I don't think there will be a film that touches the, the story impact that Galaxy Quest has. I know that sounds fucking like Bizarro World weird, but it's true, man. I'm I, I'm I'm quoting it now, so that the the AI that's that's studying us anthrop anthropo. I might be drunk, Will. <laughs> I I think I think that is a great moment that we'll replay in the uh, playback commentary that you are going to uh, to be dropping a little bit later. Uh, but that was that was beautiful, man. Hey. Speaking of which, speaking of beautiful and speaking of the AI and the algorithms identifying the things we say and we do, um, 
In my youth, Trent, I was, although you wouldn't know it from looking at the wall behind me, I was, my friend, a massive Back to the Future fan. I loved that movie. Other than Raiders of the Lost Ark, it's the movie I've seen the most in movie theaters. And as one often does, uh, I was doing stupid searches, and one of the things I did a Google on at one point was Back to the Future jacket uh back to the future 2 jacket because there's that ridiculous futuristic jacket that he's wearing in the movie looks this like this is Ma Marty posing as his son right that that jacket yep marty junior uh and it's this ridiculous uncomfortable looking thing that looks like a mixture of rubber and neoprene uh you know like scuba material looks like something that that wouldn't survive very long before you know after being camera ready for a few takes but for some reason, I did a search on that, which means later on, I don't know if you have heard of this, um, this great internet nemesis known as Wish. Have you heard of this? I, you know, I've, I've, I've heard stories of the wish and I've seen it come through my Facebook ads nonstop. And I'm a sucker for the Facebook ads because I'll always swipe to the side on my mobile to see what other things it thinks I want. Yes. See, you're having fun with it, but you know, I have got, I've got this nice collapsible pool, right? The large one of which, um, my wife bought, but the fine print, uh, the measurement was not in feet. It wasn't in inches. It was in centimeters. So this, this pool that we thought, well, at least one of the dogs can go in. I could soak my feet in very nicely. Uh, you yep. got to watch out for these ads. Now, wish is, is something even worse. I haven't gone too deep on it, but basically it's like a market vendor marketplace where they sell things very cheap. Uh, cause you wish you could get it for this price, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's never really, never really what you expect. Uh, I don't right. have a demonstration of the ad to show. Honestly speaking, I've, I've been saving this. This sounds so sad, but I'd been saving this for a TikTok uh, because I've even got the image that if I were using the right filter, I could go like this and it would show you the wish ad for the Back to the Future 2 jacket inspired hoodie. So I'm sure if you Google that, you'll get some variation of what okay. is in this package right here, Trent. We're, un we're unraveling. A we're doing a wish reveal right here in real time now if you look at the photo this is a this is is it a zip-up hoodie is it a pullover hoodie what are we working with here? i think it's a pullover hoodie so i will not be modeling it but okay now okay. if you were to google the ad you would see you would see a jacket that that appears to be uh pretty much like what you would expect from a hoodie the only difference is like around these pockets that are supposed to be the overextended neoprene pocket covers because, of course, Marty Jr.'s auto-fit jacket isn't auto-fitting correctly. Um, right, yeah. It does for Marty proper, but not yeah. for his son. It's, well, because Doc bought a new one. Don't, don't you know, whereas Marty Jr.'s would have been worn out and or secondhand. I always interpreted that as the style, like, like, like the way uh, hip hop artists wear their jeans because of supposedly Bismarck E being so large, he couldn't find uh, jeans to fit him correctly. I thought he wore a baggy for style. Like right. he didn't, he didn't put it on purpose. No, I, I viewed it as his shit was busted because his dad was a, a broke uh, okay. corporate America executive. That's kind of 
hey, not executive, hey, but corporate American worker in. Yeah. In my mind, I always thought he was doing pretty well because he was able to bring home Pizza Hut for the family because Pizza Hut was a big fucking deal for me as a kid. Fair enough, man. I get it. Pizza night used to be a big thing when I in my household too. So but I yeah. didn't understand placement at that time either. So it looked like it looked impressive. And I gotta admit, our good friend the colon, I mean the cologne. Uh, Christopher Cologne says, I bet it's just printed on cloth. My friend. Oh, no. Is it really? Yes, it is. Which I'm sure for everyone looking at home, they're like, that's not so bad. But when I'm looking at it here, this area around it, if you're familiar with enlarging graphics or images, you know, there's a little thing, a a tiling distortion that it can occur when you're trying to blow something up bigger than it should be, right? Pixelated. Yeah, you've gone beyond the threshold of, of the quality of the image. And this bad boy here has done just that. Although I admit, you know, it it's not... It doesn't look t- it on camera again on camera. It doesn't look too bad, but you get in tight on that those words there, and it gets a little uh, it gets a little pixelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah a- almost almost like they 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 built one vector, and that was for the extra small, and then everything else was just a JPEG after that one vector. I think it was I think it was made from a JPEG. Somebody probably made a good design of this, and then somebody used the thumbnail to print this. In in, uh, in in lower grade quality, um, which also, by the way, uh, it, the material it's made out of is more of a rayon. So kind of a not a, close to a spandex material. It's at least lined. But even that liner is, again, a, like a polysynthetic. So uh, it probably will keep you pretty darn warm, too. But, yeah, there it is. It's it's a uh, it's, it's a gem. It, 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 huh? I'm, I'm glad though, that it, it, it captured the. In the the original piece, uh, in in the costuming, it does have that like um, singer Superman style uh, uh, honeycombing. Yeah, right there. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, like, because for for me as a as a child watching that movie, that to me, I was like, holy shit, that's really cool. Right. Uh, and I didn't know if it was just like a a separate layer of like nylon string that was placed over top of it, or if each piece was its own honey, like combed in there or whatever. Um, but I mean, fr- from a 2d perspective on, you know, compressed, uh, probably six, uh, megabytes, uh, data rate, uh, footage. It looks really good on, on, on my side. Now we come to the other part, Trent. Oh no. And that's where we have used the sizing chart they provided. Yep. We went with the largest size they offered, which I think purportedly was a 2XL. And uh, all I'm saying is that maybe it's a good thing I did not ship your Christmas gift package yet. Based on your photo, I think this may be something more aligned with your size than mine. Here we go. We're, we're 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 going neck deep here will oh oh god oh i'm hearing chris farley in my head at this very moment oh, no. <laughs> what's happening oh that's uh that is a uh, kids uh, i'm not gonna lie that is snug that's, that is that's spank 
that's spanx worthy no it's not even that i'm i'm full-blown sausage roll right now is where i'm at <laughs> that's where i am i hear that uh, same experience with a cheap uh, iron spider sp oh i had that same experience with a uh, cheap iron spider-man hoodie and the 5x was an american 2x yeah this uh but yeah. I wrote the sizing chart. I mean, I'm like, okay, wait, no, those measurements are right, but it's still, uh, here, I got to cut to you. Cause I got to get it. This thing is, no, uh, no. so this exact, exact same thing happened to me with, uh, it was like, um, I, I don't even remember, but it was, and I totally bought hook, line and sinker for an Instagram ad of like this leather company that was going out of business. And so you gotta, they're selling all their inventory, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. Oh, this is, this is a really good, uh, leather riding jacket and it's got a mandarin collar which is what i prefer blah 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 i'm like awesome this is totally what i, what I want to get that's a great deal click buy looked at their sizing chart measured my chest did the whole thing and i got the largest size they had and i haven't tried it on lately but it's been sitting in my closet for over a year and it was a joke to even put it over my arms when it arrived in the mail from china yeah that uh that that was uh that that was that was not good. That was not good, sir. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, and if you don't want it, I, I may know somebody else. But uh, damn, maybe maybe Blair could wear that thing. That's what I think. That's what I think. <laughs> What's the um? There's a uh, what what is the uh, the Latin term? Caveate emptor. Yes, Something caveat like emptor. Let the buyer beware but i guarantee you i will not be wearing this because <laughs> that is just uh that is too damned i'm just seeing if it has any type of sizing no it doesn't have it oh 2xl 2x you all lie you lie like a rug santa oh, gonna remember that, you bullshit right there is what that is that is that's, that's some bullshit that is some that is not that is that some of my friends may say that's not kosher is what that isn't Hey, I'm going to try something here really quick, Trent, because uh, we've seen uh, Lurch, Lurch, right? It's Lurch. Oh, yeah. We've seen Lurch moving around in the background there, but uh, a lot yeah, of people. I, I, I yelled quit into the microphone at one point because he was shredding a, a sheet that he lays on down here as his bedding. Sorry. It's a dude. They Half of the audience was probably saying the same thing about me. So don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Um, but, uh, as many of you may remember one of the last times that you've seen us, uh, you know, we were just a couple months into Winston's tenure. Yes. Which by the way, you'll, you'll see him on the, uh, the, uh, the holiday card, uh, when you finally get it in, I'm guessing the new year at this point. Uh, right. but, uh, but, uh, he is now over five months old and Hey, Winston, you want a tree? Come here. He's been chewing on the uh, the Jessica Jones statue. Got knocked down by Vector, and he's been chewing on it. Apparently, great. That's a now, and and for and for those who are listening, like they may not know that I am such a fanboy of Winston underscore Pem underscore Corgi on the Instagram because, and I, I sent this to Will in a text, like when, like I feel like I know this dog on a very 
I'm not going to say intimate, but but far, far the greater than a platonic level. Right. Like, like, I feel like I, I have a love for this dog because his Instagram account is so fucking good. I can't even I get cute. Look at me. My, my fingers are curled like I have cute aggression just thinking about this little guy. Oh, yes. Here he is. Oh, boy. In all of his glory. Hey, buddy, you want the rest of your treat? Oh, you want some eggnog? God. Oh. Up. Oh my god! He just had his uh he just had his first bath, and the funniest part is because of that now, his his coat has spread out. Uh look, I'm not gonna say he was filthy, but like uh it's it's some things have changed, like the the fur around the jawline here. He definitely has those wolverine mutton chops out now and yeah, yeah, like there's there's not the weight of of just you know dander and, and dirt weighing it all down. Yeah. Oh, he's the best fucking boy ever. <laughs> I I got a I we got a compliment on his uh on his um his colorings too is his blaze which is the stripe goes up the middle and Yep. Yeah, he's everything I've always wanted in a dog. I'm telling you, tricolor dogs are the most expressive dogs there are and I I honestly believe it all comes down to the eyebrows. Yeah. When a dog has coloring on over its eyes like that, I'm dead serious. It gives the most human-like expressions because that part of the fur will move with their facial expressions. There you go. Oh, buddy. what a good boy. Hold on. Here's another hold on. Boy. Hold on. Here's another treat for my public shaming of you. There you go. There we are. <laughs> um boy i tell you though uh everything i read about the breed they were not kidding um he is very intelligent he is heavily needs to be engaged and he needs probably way more training than i'm giving him however i will say that this past week uh we also reintroduced trying to get him into walks right and the first day it was kind of hit or miss start and go the second day he was first hesitant and then went into it. And the third day was one of those ones where I'm like, buddy, come on. We're, we're just in the first mile. You may yep. want to relax. Yep. Yeah. Now, if, if, if I'm wrong, please correct me. The, the breed originally, right? It was, it was bred for vermin capture, right? No, for, for, the, for those were the dachshunds. These guys are herders. Oh, okay. Okay. So I was way off on this one then. How how dare you, sir? How dare you? How could you? To quote the the great hormone monster Rick, what you gonna do? I don't know, man. I oh, know. I, I highly recommend not with any of your children present. Yeah, watching uh, Big Mouth on the Netflix. I I know my daughter, uh, Emily. I should say. It, she is she has seen that i have not watched any of it and i just had, had i been a adolescent a teenager and known what i was going through was a normal thing had big mouth existed when i was a teenager my teenage years would have been so much easier right yeah it is oh man yeah it's, it's not just a, you watch, watch big mouth when you get a chance that's great I will. Uh, actually, you know, I, I have to admit, just a little bit earlier today, as long as we're talking about what we're watching, um, I, earlier today, I actually, look, CBS, 
you guys got some cojones, okay? I'll say that because during a pandemic, to release your limited series redo of Stephen King's The Stand. What? Yes. On CBS All Access, it's The Stand. Damn it. I don't know how many multi-part it is. I think they've only released the first episode so far. They CBS, uh, much like Disney Plus, supports the 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 weekly release uh traditional broadcast relationship, which right. I'm which to a degree I'm all for because you have the ability to either tell see the story while it's being uh while it's unfolding, or like you're doing with the Mandalorian, you can Correct. you can wait. You can watch it when you want to watch it and do it on your schedule all at once, or you can get hooked in week by week. So the first week is dropped and I did, I did watch it. And I think in the parlance of the kids nowadays, uh, watching this kind of thing during a pandemic hits a little different Trent. So it's interesting because I, I tried to create a meme at the very beginning, like we're talking March, 2020. Um, I mean, you know what? I'll, if if you follow us, use the hashtag NetHeads on on Twitter. I'll f- I'll find it because I posted it at one point. Uh, that that was the opening scene of Stephen King's The Stand, the the miniseries, which which we all loved and adored in the late nineties. The ABC um, miniseries. Okay. Yes. Yes. Like it it affected me heavily as a child that uh i i just i just don't know if anyone could touch gary sinise's portrayal of it um you know i gotta say that uh i i was very quick to it to abandon that association uh although you know it's very very uh strong in my mind especially um why can't i ever remember his name but uh, he was Cyclops, and huh? Oh nope, sorry, I was way off. Cyclops in the original uh, X Men series, right? Why can't I remember his name? Anyway, he is—he's Stu Redman this time. But you know, I was very quick to abandon it because they did—they've taken an interesting uh, approach. If I'm guessing what they're doing correctly, because it's such a complex tale to tell in the beginning, the first episode just kind of uh, focuses on Franny and. Um, Oh God! What's his name? Uh, louder milk, not louder. Uh, yeah. Um, no, no, I know who you're talking Harold. about the Harold. Yes, Franny, oh, Harold, and Stu. It kind of just focuses on them, which makes sense because you know we get parts of the story through their perspective and through their experiences, and then they'll move on to like Larry Underwood and the deaf guy, uh, the yep. deaf mute. It makes sense, uh, especially since the last part of the story, everyone's together now. So, yeah, I know I'm coughing now. Wait, so so, so <laughs> how me. long? How long is how many uh, episodes is the series? I don't know, man. I don't know. I haven't done any research, but uh, but I, I even like last Christmas. Yeah, it was last December, so December 2019. I I found it in a. The, the miniseries in a <laughs> Walmart DVD bin. Ooh. And I was like freaking out because I was so excited to finally be able to watch it uh, on not the low res way that I had found through a torrent of other ways on the internet to find things. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
By the way, look who came back on his own. He never does this. Never. Like, so, so even people on the, uh, I popped over to the Facebook uh, comments for a second and uh, Michelle Cuso is just being like, OMG, Winston is so freaking cute. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm, ah, I just look at my fingers curl again. I just want to like, it's okay. Uh, around you, the house, uh, around the house, I am told that I, yeah, I know, buddy. Your 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 fascination with me has passed again. Here we go. Um, yes, my family tells me, he, he, Dad, he's just a dog. Dad, you are obsessed. Dad, we're tired of hearing about Winston. But let me tell you one more thing about Winston. I you, get it. If you need a daily dose of serotonin, my favorite thing, because all of our pets are crate trained. They The crate Good. is their safe space. It's never yep. used as punishment. It's just where they go to rest. They know they can go there. Um, it's, it, it's it's for their uh, safety, for their pleasure, for their... It's for them. Crate, crate training is for the dog's uh, health, not yours. Really? Yeah. Okay. So anyway... Um, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted by something else I read. Um, <laughs> uh, the... Uh, the um, Winston, uh, in the morning, when you first let him out, the other dogs, the, the Samoyans we have, you let them out and they will instantly go for the back door. They want to go outside regardless of whatever pressures that Winston may be feeling from any of his, of his, uh, release systems, if you will. Uh, the first thing he does when you open the crate. So now what I do is I will open up the crate and then I will go over and sit on the carpet because he will come up like a cat and just look for attention and lean into you. Right. And just ask for all of the attention. And he is so adorable and so cuddly and so loving. I'm not saying he's not like that during the rest of the day, but it is one of my favorite parts of the day now. Dude, I like, I, man, I just, there is something so pure about like a dog's interaction with its people that, that like, there is nothing like it in the world. And, and to that respect, I, I constantly have to remind myself that regardless of species, sometimes Trent, no means no. <laughs> <laughs> in that, if you want to cuddle me right now, I should fucking respect that. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, anyway, Trent, uh, I think you've already admitted that. Uh, and, and as I see you, are you desperately tipping the container over trying to get some water out of it now? I, I know my white balance is hot, but yeah, it's uh, my exposure is hot. I'm, I'm out of ice at this point. So, well, folks, if there's any sign that we should call it, uh, that is probably it because, uh, Lord, and he knows what alcohol he's mixing with whatever, uh, dollar store soda that he is, uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, cachaça, which is a Brazilian only specific rum made of sugar cane mixed with, uh, Brazilian's own, uh, Guarana Antarctica, which is a, uh, uh, soda made from Guarana berries. I, I don't, I don't know what any of those are. I what, accept that. Well, what, what flavor profile does it match? 
Um, it's the, the flavor, interestingly enough, the flavor profile is similar to that of a apple beer. The soda is. Oh, okay. All right. So, so, all right. Okay, good. Now I, well, that sounds like that would be delightful with a rum, Trent. It really is. Yeah. And, and, and the rum itself is, uh, it's, it's weird because it smells like tequila, but tastes like a, like a white rum. Okay. Oh, well, there you go. Actually, you know, I don't even know. It's, it's, it's weird because I recently saw something and they were talking about turning sugarcane into rum in, in a, in an area similar. I don't even remember what it was on, but how did that happen? Just, I, I it terrifies me the way some things come together in this world. And that's one of those real time yeah, examples. Yeah. Uh, in, in traditional, uh, rum, it's, it's made from the, the, secretion of molasses um but uh cachaca itself is is uh manufactured a little differently distilled a little differently uh which makes it unique to just uh brazil itself <laughs> zach b pointing out that it looks like mountain dew well i mean you know <laughs> I, I, I accept that i thought the re- the label was a little more canada dry ginger ale inspired myself I'll be honest, Will, that is what the, the 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 marketing does, in fact, look like. But if you were to show this to anyone from South America, they would know exactly what it is. Guarana now is actually used more in energy drinks than anywhere else. Oh, okay. Guarana? Yes, that's the American pronunciation. Look, man, don't come at me with your hoity-toity. I know Portuguese. <laughs> I can sound more Brazilian than... Uh, what? I'm sorry, was it supposed to be Guarana? Uh, Guarana. 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 I'm going to stop now while I'm behind. I accept that. I'm going to pull the record. Uh, Zach B. also pointing out, go into the 30, guys. I haven't drank enough yet. Zach, I have a funny feeling you can get through that without us. (laughs) You'll Uh, catch up. You can just replay the whole hot mess that the first 30 minutes was anyway and just uh, jam on that. But, hey, Trent, in all seriousness, tomorrow on Christmas Eve, I do have a package going out to you. I took the uh, the Aunt, uh, uh, Aunt Bethany approach uh, where okay. I, I dove into the uh, the loot crate. Gra- well, actually, what happened was uh, there was a subscription box that I that one two things came in and I thought, oh, those would be good for Trent. So we took those and put them in there and then i'm like well i can't just send this and that cuz it looks like what a crazy person sends their friend so right. so then i also included some other great things that uh came from loot i'm taking crap laying around my house and now i'm making you lay it around your house realistically let's be honest okay well, what what you're telling me is i can expect a cat underneath my non-existent christmas tree here shortly and a wrapped jello mold yes uh <laughs> No, tomorrow I will be taking them down because I was waiting for the Christmas cards to get printed because we weren't going to do Christmas cards, but then people sent cards and I felt so every year. So I designed a, I did, I, well, okay. It's a stretch saying I designed a card. Walgreens has templates. It's nothing original. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I was like, okay, well, what are we going to do on this? On this level, let's do a little more auto contrast because it's just not balancing. No, that's not, that's not it. (laughs) There was none of that. It was, oh, here, this template looks like something we've done in the past. 
Hey, wife, can you send me some images to use for a Christmas card? We're not doing Christmas cards. Yes, I know we're not doing Christmas cards, but can you send me some images for the Christmas cards we're not doing because I'm now going to design one because I'm a card designer now. Uh, My Etsy account. (laughs) And then not only did I order them so late, Trent, so late. But then I went, but then I delayed the order another day to opt for the curbside pickup option (laughs) because that's how important this was to get out. Well, I mean, if, and then I didn't fill them out until this morning trend (laughs) and through all of this, I completely forgot about the box that I've set up and packed for you right right that i haven't sent so it's uh i'm you know the the simple fact that i actually have all of my gifts purchased in advance is in itself a christmas miracle my wife actually too through this most 2020 of holiday seasons truly did all of her shopping online she got the whole kit and caboodle done online and i think i set foot into a target twice that was it were there a target in my uh metro metro oh fuck i'm drunk mesopotamian area in my metropolis area uh i i've no doubt jimmy olsen would have gone there right exactly well actually at the at the at the at the the entry point there for um for that part of you logan oh my god the name of uh, wolverine who was also one of the characters in fortnite not neither here nor there uh groot was one of them as well you could tell they were going with some of the b league uh, characters was what i was getting at back then but it was still a clever use anyway yeah. um but there is a isn't there a gigantic walmart like at the uh, practically at the mouth of the entry point to the town uh the the, the town is bookend right and by walmart's one on the north side one on the south side and i swear to god right in the center of the city is a sam's club (laughs) (laughs) but no but no target (laughs) or costco (laughs) go figure but that's one of the things i think that's one of their corporate rules though too is that within a certain number of miles of a walmart there has to be a sam's club yep yep yeah, no, I, I, I could not like measure it more perfectly. Exactly. If you look on Google Maps, between the two Walmarts is a Sam's Club. But uh, but the, the 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 gross medium income is not high enough yet for a target. Oh, okay. Well, that's you know, it's college town. It's understandable. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yep. By the way, wow, that's a, probably another layer of boy, how much well, actually no, it's Utah. So I guess probably the local economy wasn't too impacted. No, it's dude. It's a freaking bubble here in in the in the most cultural and economic way possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yep. Yeah. If 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 you don't know what I'm talking about, just look at the the national news today. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Oh no! Again? Are you serious? <laughs> California got to steal the spotlight a little while ago by being called a uh, an epicenter or whatever it's called yeah oh, yeah yep mm-hmm. we still got that going for us you know 
2,000 deaths a day. <laughs> okay, we're having fun. It's just, this, like, really. It's just, it. it's... You know, there was this one time I went over to a friend's <laughs> house. I was about 12 years old, right? So the first time I ever went over to this friend's house. And I walked into, uh, we went to the back of the house where we were, we were allowed to hang out. And he said, and here's my little brother. And I can't remember the kid's name. But the little kid flew over the bed, ran up to me, hauled his arm back and square off, hit me in the nuts. That has nowhere. <laughs> nowhere, dude. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, bull tap, haha. I'm talking full on, uh, you know, uh, I'm hitting a speed bag kind of whack. Um, the kind, the kind that just that drops a boy, let alone a man, drops a man, let alone a boy, Trent. Oh my God. I would take that happening every month over 2020 for a year i think absolutely with Without that folks thank you very much for tuning in and joining us for this most noggy of nagathons as uh, apparently i butcher how to pronounce guarana and and trent uh is going to do an amazing uh callback play-by-play on this for our patreon subscribers if you want to know more no. go to netheadsonair.com there's a link to just about everything uh no, but not but lauren gardner yes i'm sorry oh i'm sorry not you got we, hey we got to keep kayfabe alive my friend i keep what kayfabe it's 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 the storyline within the universe of the professional wrestling Gotcha. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. You including me belief. in yes. that. I appreciate that. Uh, and thank you, uh, all of you still watching or listening or uh, doing anything uh, that's involved with the heads. We really appreciate you. Uh, obviously, this year has been the most challenging. It has been the uh, biggest bucket of suck. Yet at the same time, I think, interestingly enough, for the both of us, in our creative and our professional areas, probably some of our busier times. So, you know, without a doubt, we'll, we'll, attempt- yeah, we've been doing this for, for 10 years as netheads. This, this much is true. This much is true. Slipping into 2021. We'll have been doing this for, and we've already been doing it for 10 years because it was yeah. the year before that in okay, March. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that year was kind of like blurred for me, but yeah, I knew we were creeping up on 10 years, nine, somewhere around there. Yeah. It depends on uh, the whole point is, and, and this is the other reason why if I'm like, Hey man, you got time. And you're like, no, not really. Be- it's because like, it's been 10 years. You're one of the few people that 10 years later still talks to me. So which, by the way, in this in 10 years, I, I, I feel like you're back to 10 years ago fighting weight right now. I'm lower than that, actually. Good golly. You posted an image earlier and I was like, you know, I thought I thought I was doing good. I thought I was looking good. And then I saw yeah. you and you were, you were Did- like, uh, but may, like I said, maybe the city is coming to you, my friend. I broke I broke the 200 mark this week. I'm I'm in the 190s now. I haven't been this light since the aughts. 1990. That's when I I 1990. Wow. I'm old. Yeah, bro. dude. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but it has been almost a, a, this year coming up. Well, I mean, technically, it'll take us to like September, but you know, right. shit, if we're still talking in 2021, winning uh, or, you know, not, but run with me on that one. Um, but yeah, it's been a decade of us doing this. And, you know, I always mean to supplement it with other stuff, but then, you know, like even doing this, I feel bad because there are other things that also need to get done. And, uh, and those take me away from my family as well. So it's been, an, it, but uh, creatively speaking as well, though, I know that this is some of the, uh, there are two things that I, I, I come away feeling like this from one is having a great conversation with my wife and the other is having a great conversation with you. So I thank you for that as well, because when we're able to do this, it is, uh, I always walk away with a pep in my step and, and my, my heart grows, uh, three sizes that day. There we go. That's a Christmas we wait in this, which I really got to do because Winston's losing his shit. So uh, understood. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays and all that jazz. Uh, hopefully every one of us has an amazing and much more uh, enjoyable 2021 as so many things change, hopefully, in the new year. Uh, much love, uh, one love to all of you. And until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. Oh. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Look, I gotta admit, I was worried, Trent, because I don't really think. I've had any alcohol in 2020. I really, I can't think of a time that I drank, right? Dude, the last, the last time I drank was in June, like any alcohol. It was in June and uh, it, it will, it caught up to me pretty quickly. I'm, I'm looking for, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. That wasn't played up. That was literally me trying to react because I cannot wait for you to hear that last, uh, statement <laughs> after the fact, cause whoo doggies, uh, but I was really worried, but I'm, I'm feeling kind of good, but now I'm, I'm kind of, you're like, you're coming off like, yeah, well, Hey, well, well, let me tell you something. I like you, man. <laughs> I've been watching. Well, I've been watching the color of my face go from like a like beige, you know, vanilla to like bright red throughout the entire broadcast. I got to tell you, and, it's OK, Trent, because the good news is I'm I'm so cheap that that you are just a screen capture of the video call. And because of that, I think. The sepia tones for the night night protection on my screen kicked in. So it's yes. done it's done a nice little color. I don't think anyone ever saw the rosiness, is what I'm saying. I, I think that I don't know. Kevin, what do you think? Does that sound good? Oh my God, that's nice. That's really good. Okay, so we're we're clear, man. We're clear. We're good. Yeah, I think you're gonna be I think you're gonna be fine. Just remember water, Advil, 
and hug your dog. All right. So say we all. So, uh, so say we all.